might fizz. Can you taste that? Fizz? Yeah, it tastes fizzy to me. That's, I mean, come on, it's alcohol. Yeah, I know. It's been in the fridge. Yep. Best before end of the fifth 22. Oh, well, all right then, yeah. Hannah's, we're on Hannah's granny drink now. There's not much left now to get another bowl. Fuck yeah. Caned it. You've caned it. You most, don't drink most of it. Not really. It's taken you. How long you've had that? Huh? About six years? <laughs> no, I bought it. It's probably a few months. Oh, I love a bit of Bailey's I do. It's like um it's like a proper chocolatey chocolatey it's milk shake No, there's I don't mean it's fizzy, but there's like a I can taste the tang to it. It's alcoholic. It's just, <laughs> what do you yeah, expect? <laughs> but it might just be because I don't know what Bailey's tastes like. It's not proper, I don't drink it. I'm not a connoisseur. Well, I can't say I really am either. I've only drank it re- more recently. But you wanted to. You wanted to get into liqueurs, didn't you? Oh, look at that. So I like it see, with ice. Let's oh, see yeah, how you're drinking it without ice as well. Which you can't water it down. Yeah. What are you want about? It makes it like a milkshake. It's great. I don't want a milkshake. I want an adult shake. It is an adult shake. It's alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> you want to get into them, didn't you? You were going to buy more bottles. Well, I was thinking about maybe trying something else other than Bailey's. Someone send Hannah a bottle. Someone else, you know, some of the... Um, V- variant of a cream liqueur. Oh, cream liqueur, that's the word. That's what it was. Yeah. It's a world I don't really dabble in. Bailey's is like I- it's the Irish cream, isn't it? But there are other, like, there are other um, yeah. malt whiskey companies that make. Is there? I think so. <laughs> well, whiskey, c- whiskey companies who make cream liqueurs. It's not, my liqueurs. Wo- it's not my world. I don't know a lot about it. Ni- uh, or gin. I need to become the cream liqueur connoisseur. <laughs> You do a podcast on uh, on just on cream liqueurs and like how, how many there are and I feel like it's not like a you know every shop I've gone to the only pl- the only thing I can find is Bailey's. There's one shop we go to which is a bit of like a posh shop in a garden centre and they expensive. had yeah it sounds like ridiculous they that. It's had a shop like, in a garden centre yeah. and I know you're like what are you on about but it but is it's, like it's a banging shop it's we like, go there for like a treat <laughs> yeah like to buy they've got a really good butcher so we go and buy like banging yeah, t-bone yeah. steaks and stuff shoot that cow I want to eat his leg yeah. now it's like whole cows hang up hung up in their like cool room yeah but, yeah yeah um, artisan market more than yeah, a shop I'd say yeah but they did have like a like a, a a version, I think it was Cotswolds cream liqueur or something. I don't know. Yeah, you go in there and you come out. You spend like about two hundred quid and you come out with basically nothing, like a pack of crisps and a can of beer. You're like, what? Seventy yeah. five quid? Really? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you got it from here and it's all locally sourced. Fuck mm. off, man. Yeah. Read the back, made in China. <laughs> made in China. Yeah. Piss off, mate. I like Cotswolds flower. I've been using that over the uh, lockdown. Oh, it was, yeah. to be fair, it's the only flower I could get hold of. Did you find a bug in it? Did you find like a creature? I did find in a it? creature in it. I was like, in the beginning, I don't know if the creature was just in the bowl, though. It might have been. No, it's it, probably because they say check flower, don't they? Especially like properly, because it was like a big 16 kilo bag of milled flour. It wasn't like the stuff you get in the supermarket. So yeah. I was like, I scooped a couple of. Um, because it's quite a big, ba- you know, bag. I'd scoop some into a bowl and take it into the kitchen, and uh, there was a bug in it. Well, yeah, I've got to check little, it. Man. Little bug, and I was like, oh, best, uh, I best sieve this to make mm. sure. Any- but they haven't found any other bugs. Not, not the same as having flower mites, which is actually when your flower is really old and it gets, it gets like. Where do they come from? Where do these things like my come mom from? Said to, my mum said to me, she was like, "Flower, you know, flowers okay unless it's crawling." And like if you've oh, got right. old flour in your pantry or in your cupboard or whatever, and you like don't know if it's okay to use, she's like, yeah, it's fine as long as it's not crawling because oh, so then you've got mites in it, which, well, gonna, which are little black. Like, you can like heat it up anyway, so like yeah, but like, who wants to eat flour that's full of like little bugs? What's wrong no with ins- eating insects that could like save the world? You know, because yeah, obviously do the, say that, don't the they? meat market and you know agriculture 
is destroying the planet, apparently. So you could just like use eat bugs instead, I suppose. Yeah. As an idea. Well, they they do say that that uh, eating it is a it is a good source of protein that we overlook generally. I mean, there are countries out there eating bugs. Fair play to them. Yeah, which, man. Which and I suppose because that's that's what they've got. So but didn't you get me like a lollipop with a scorpion in? Was it scorpion? Was, or was it? it fire ants? I, don't I can't remember. Something. That. Some. It was either ants or a scorpion. No, I think. I think it was ants. It was like a lollipop with ants in it. Yeah, it probably cost about eight grand as well. It was, yeah, it was one of those things you get from Selfridges. So yeah, it costs like a ridiculous amount of money. It probably did. So one thing else I don't know about is tacos. I'm not, I'm ta- like we're talking about a lot. I don't know the world of cream liqueur. I don't know the world of tacos well, very well. No, I mean, we've, we... Like basically like, at all. We, when we, when we do have tacos, we te- we generally only have... Hard, sh- hard shell ones. Can you get soft shell? Because I don't yeah, like yeah. spiky food. <laughs> you don't like crunchy food. D- not pe- as easily. In like soft, ho- soft shell tacos are, are really just like, it's like a taco in a flour, small little flour to- tortilla, I think. Yeah. So I suppose, yes, if you buy like a little mini tortillas and make tacos, but um, generally in the UK, it's like the hard shell variety that you can get more I easily. Like that because like you fill it all up and it's got all the stuff in there, and it just breaks into a million pieces. And then you bite into it, and, it, and, it, goes it. <laughs> and then it all flies everywhere. And you're like, well, this is just like, what was and the point th- when of I that? made tacos last time? When I, I, well, I can't remember what I made them out of now. I think it was like leftover something we had, and uh, leftover and, uh, flour. And uh, and I was like, I, I tried to glue it all together with cheese. <laughs> oh <laughs> so yeah, no, that's the best type so of glue. It wouldn't. It wouldn't all fall out when you try and eat it. We yeah. keep talking about cheese. Cheese is so a you're saying cheese is a, is a brilliant it's glue. It's a good glue to like hold all the stuff to the taco. Um, and actually, those weren't they weren't too bad. They didn't fall. But then getting all these hard shell tacos to stand up straight while you put them in the oven. Is there like some impossible? rack you can buy that you can like stand like put them in? I don't I'm looking at ta- Yeah, there is actually because I can see one now. That's what made me think about it. You see, because I can see tacos on my screen. I was like, I don't really know a lot about them. Well, you can get also. I mean. Fish tacos and oh god, pork tacos. Talking of fish, where's fucking Houdini? Oh my god, we were talking about it in the chat room. Where is I? I decided to call him Puggle because you were like, he's the pug of the fish. Yeah, Hannah's got this fish, right? It's quite. We mentioned him like I think he's had like a a few. He's had a few mentions in the last few weeks. Yeah, (laughs) and like because he wasn't very well or something happened to him. To yeah, he got all fucked up. He got all fucked up. He's like he's called a black morse. He's got massive, big black goggly eyes and he's jet black. And then he went all like white on his side. We were like, oh, Oh, he's dead. He's dying. And then he got better. Yeah, he was getting better. And Tom was like, yeah, he's gonna die. They're fickle fish. Them are they? Yeah, they're the pug of the fish. And I was like. Nah, he'll be all right. Like mm. I've seen him, co- I've seen him come back from worse. He's all yeah, right, maybe. and he was. He was doing really well. And then he fucking vanished. He vanished. vanished. We've been chatting fl- about it. Off the face of yeah, the, yeah. of the earth. He was Gone. in the. Ta- he was a sweat. Somebody, if you've experienced this, because we spoke about Hannah's froggy, as she called it, when that escaped, and there was no r- rhyme or reason to how it got out. But we got the black moor in the tank, and I fed it, and it was there. And then ten minutes later, it was. F- it was gone. It was just completely gone. There was and the tank shirt. It's not on the floor. The cats didn't eat it. Yeah. It just like completely it, vanished. The thing gone. is, I thought, okay, the only way the cats would get it because this is quite a secure fish tank, right? It's not. It's not a fish tank that's easily accessible by yeah. anyone without no, opposable no, no, no. thumbs. So yeah, <laughs> that's a good way of describing how you get. Yeah. So You're right. The cats wouldn't be able to get. And the thing is, our cats they love the fish tank, but they love it for different reasons. They like sitting on top of it because the warm. bulbs are warm yeah. on the top. So they like in the winter time especially they like to sit on top of there. We have a little blanket for them, 
But they've never ever really been that interested in the fish, have they? They nope. not sit there and like look at them, and f- they're not fascinated by them at all. They don't give a they don't shit. give a flying crap. And they've we've had the fish tank in the house for as long as they've been in it. So and then fish just disappear. And this fish, and this is the first fish that's disappeared completely in this house. That's big enough to be like what? What? Because yeah. I've had smaller fish, and yeah, like a tiny one. You, like little, you whatever, understand that getting kind of eaten by the other fish and like sucked this. up. This fish was not this eight centimeters, yeah. maybe. Yeah, he's, he's just in length. I don't know and what happened to him. You know, it was like a probably was, like large marble, small golf ball. I'm he not was sure a, sort of a, a golf, golf, a golf ball. ball. Yeah, golf ball like size. If you were to roll and him he up swims in a ball. at zero miles an hour, sits at yep. the bottom, doesn't move. Yeah, I checked under the sofa with a torch. We I checked under the tank, behind everywhere. the tank. If somebody knows what's going on, let us know. No, no idea where this fish has just, he just he's gone into the fifth dimension, fish dimension. If I'd known, if he jumped out and I found him, you could have whacked him in a taco and banged some taco on it and had a fish taco mm. with taco. Taco, yeah, <laughs> fish tacos. Well, I suppose tacos are a good. Is it Taco Tuesday that they do on their Instagram? Yes, they yeah. do. We're gonna have to need to get some tacos down on Nick this weekend. Maybe, maybe we can make tacos. I'd, I'd try and find something so, like the soft shell variety and see if we can. Uh, yeah. Make make some tacos and drenched. The bastards. Maybe we should go to you know you could take a hot to sauce. said nice shop buy some more cream of tartar <laughs> no cream cream of, <laughs> cream, cream, cream of, of Irishman Irish, drink. cream of Irishman drink and also something to go inside tacos yeah <laughs> something to go inside some nice of. meat to go inside a taco we've got the hot sauce we have already got hot sauce yeah we have that in plentiful amounts we do and somebody this is this have you got the this winner is, this week I have yeah. Got the uh, five Teco flavour winner. So obviously, oh, you all know giveaway winner. The beautiful people at El Yucateco are um, sp- sponsoring the the podcast. And last week, Hannah put together a, a bumper giveaway. Pray tell, young lady. Well, I yeah, I put we have because we have lots of like mini bottles. So we managed to get hold of like all of the only the habanero flavours, but all of the five habanero flavours of El Yucateco in miniature form so they're like 20 mil bottles so they're like perfect little tasters so you can actually and that's how we've tasted all of the flavors we've had some bigger bottles that we've gotten through but whiskey minis we've tried all the flavors because we have these small little bottles to try you know you're not having to get like a whole massive bottle to try it so um so this week we decided to put up, usually I'll give those away as like an extra thing or... Yeah, chuck them into um, our Chuck them in as, or, or, or like, you know, you get a bigger bottle and a smaller bottle, so you get two flavours. But this... You lucky bastard. This week, we decided to do all five small bottles, so you can try... Whoever wins this gets to try all all five. And the winner um, went on to, obviously, as we say each week, they go on to El Yucateco social media, whether that be Facebook, at El Yucateco Official or... Instagram at or you could take a underscore hot, hot sauce, sauce. Uh, yep. they get tagging um, so we can see that they're participating Teco can see them we can see them everyone can see them and then they win themselves a, uh, a medley of hot sauce and who is the winner Hannah? the winner this week is oh I'll do a drum roll but I don't want to bang the, the thing uh, is yeah like you bang the table and like there's so much noise it goes <laughs> <laughs> it's like from like, all of the like, things that are on the up. table um, is Chris J Pogue. The Pogster. The po- and I feel like, because I think his wife also is a pretty good techo. Oh, yeah. So that's why I chose them, because okay. it's like a two and one. They can share out the, the sauces in their dinners. Oh, I liked guys. his comment this week. He was something like, I 
burnt the onions for me curry. And then his wife like commented something which I found quite amusing. Humming. I think he's quite an active. He, they uh, are yeah, very yeah, active. So yeah, there yeah. you go. See, there you go. Both Winners. of them. So there you go. Winner, winner, chicken They're, dinner. They win this week as a as a duo, um, and they get all the five flavors. First, yes. first, first, uh, first people to do so. So we'll do that again. I think. Yeah, it's quite a good, um, a good way of giving, giving the 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 sauces away for people to try and decide which one they like the best. Because my favourites, I think, are the jalap. No, the (laughs) no, not that. No, not that one. Uh, the, what's it called? Chipotle. I don't know. It's in your mind. I don't Chipotle know. Chipotle and the... Um, oh, Chipo- don't ask me what the that's Chipotle called. The Chipotle and also... <laughs> <laughs> Motherfuckers. Um, I really like the green, I think. Yeah, the green's pretty The green's pretty pretty really cool. nice. Pretty I just cool. like the colour as well. Yeah. It's like usually you get hot sauce. It's red, isn't it? It's just, it's just a nice, interesting... Yes. Bright green. Colours and it's very vibrant green as well. It's not like a muddy, mucky green. It's, it's like a really nice, vibrant fresh green colour so so get involved get involved on, on Teco's uh, social media whatever platform you find them on and um, tag us and then you can win some shit and someone's going to win some retro vague next week because we cycle yeah we do every other week yeah but Teco we will retro, we, Teco retro. we will um, do some extra Teco bits and bobbins during those um, weeks oh you know like a smash giveaway like a little smaller thing or like a little like comment down below your favourite something and you yeah. you will pick a winner. You know yeah, what I yeah. mean? That kind yeah, of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'll get like mini bottles. So there's going to be lots. There's always stuff to be won. All you got to do is come over every week to our Instagram or Facebook. And it costs stuff. you fuck all. And it doesn't cost you anything to type you to type robots for eyes on a yeah, on and a and comment you get, you get or mad, to tag El Yucateco or El Yucateco in something. So. Yeah, we're not just wanging it in any old like package. We've got like special boxes all yeah. stamped up. Stamps and we've got SKR, stickers uh, and like tape, retro tape. Yeah. I, mean, I tell you what, man, it's the full. <laughs> it's the full package. You don't just get shit from us now. This is it, man. What do you mean from now? Well, you, you did just what? used to put it in like. Oh, back in the day. Uh, we oh, back in the day. We bung it in anything. Me and Rob were winging it. Yeah. It's like, you got any uh, envelopes I can use? <laughs> Guess how many minutes we're up to now on our 15, 15? minute intro? 14. 14. <laughs> Close. So, <laughs> did we <laughs> did we talk about retro vague? Do it again. I mean, go slightly. Re- retro vague. I tried to kind of like lead you into into the <laughs> retro vague bit there. Retro vague is another uh, one of our sponsors. Um, Hell yeah, yeah. They are an amazing eighties themed. And we uh, really fucking brand. mean that. Yeah, like I. We're not I've just got, saying it. I We're not sending you Casper mattresses. No, I wear the stuff. <laughs> like honestly, like I'm not just saying. Oh well, like I feel like I have a t-shirt on right now. Do I? Yeah, you do. I do. Would you feel like you have a T-shirt on now? Do <laughs> well, I? I That's the most underneath a different jumper, so I couldn't remember what T-shirt. Yeah, she I put does on. have a retro T-shirt on now. Um, so OG, OG, yeah. So just go on over there. It's the same same deal, man. As El Yucateco, just do some do some nice commenting. Leave you know, leave a tag for uh, Retro Vague and also Robots Rise podcast yeah, on, yeah, yeah. on either side of the fence. So if you're on ours, tag you know yeah. Retro. If you're on theirs, tag us. Just and smash tag everyone. It's important that like you do that. And there are like there we have to be fair, we've got quite a lot of people that do it and I get yeah, str- yeah. I struggle to pick the winners at the moment. Because well, it's important that you do it because the sponsors will see us and see you. Yeah. And they'll be like, then, Oh, it's, it's working with them, otherwise they're well, like fuck them yeah, fucking fuck them English guys, people. Fuck it. Yeah, like so we um to keep you know, to keep to keep them on board and, and everybody With our greatness. With our greatness. <laughs> 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 I'm not sure we I mean you say we're winging it. 
I'm not what? really sure that's changed, to be honest. It's not changed. <laughs> Look, there's some things that you can't change, and if it, if you wing it in it and it works, don't change it. No. So just keep winging. Just keep winging it. Just, f- just wing away. Wing away, man. That's the best way. I feel like if you're too, I don't know, it's just not our style to be in any way organised, is it? <laughs> it's it's a conversation but uh, with, with notes, that's all it is. Yeah, and just as a quick note, I'm really super close to completing our own website. Wowzers. With our own um, merch and stuff. This is going to be this weekend. I'm saying it because you said that so. to me in the week. It'll be I'm this weekend. I'm hoping so. I've got a couple more bits to do and I think I can like press the publish button. So once we do that, we can you can go on there and peruse and have a look and see if there's anything of ours that you might like to... Uh, they better be, yeah, well... To, you know, wear around proudly. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, so yeah, just keep your eyes peeled for that. Obviously, I will make a big deal of it on all social media platforms when we do that. Yeah. So you'll know it's happened. Yes, and um, uh, th- get on, get us on all our social media at uh, well RFE across the board. RFE Top Secret Classified, our listener page. Uh, Josh put a, a video chat out last Saturday, which was wicked. Two hours on that. That was brilliant. Really enjoyed yeah, it. it. He's going to do it again tomorrow, but I'm not sure when I'm going to get this pod out. I will get it out in time, but whether you hear it or not. Yeah, don't. that's the thing. We'll be this will be early tomorrow probably. Um yeah. but whether or not um you yeah, can yeah. actually yeah, it, it, listen hear to the whole in thing in time for the yeah. I mean, no, we didn't say about retrovague. What didn't we say? Click our when you click oh, on the podcast. Robots. Yeah, yeah. If you click on our buy like a uh, episode link, whatever that thing is. So the link, What's it called? Uh, the thing that we publish a podcast. <laughs> when you read the notes, you'll see uh, retrovague. There's a link at the bottom, affiliate link. Click yep. that, go in, buy your shit, put use code robots, you get ten percent off, and everyone's happy. And it's also on all of our other social platforms. The links are all in the link bits. So go ahead, click that link. If you, go, if you do choose to go and buy something, use that link because that helps us out. 17 minutes. Let's do it. do an episode because I get like I don't have to do a great deal I just sit here and listen well yeah obviously that's the whole reason you but got me to do I an episode every other week I also enjoy so you could sit there with your feet up with a oh, drink it's not that man to be fair whether you were on board or not the pandemic would have forced it would have forced yeah. our hand because it was, I mean I can't, that yeah the moment we're, me off now. we're we're with minus Robert yeah, so if, um, and it does feel weird without the Rob the Robster the Robster it but does. then Apocalypse Apocalypse casts are, um, well, th- yeah, I think people like those yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. and yeah, it's yeah. you know a bit of extra content. So people say they it's want like extra on top of the normal amount. People say they want a midweek one. It's relatively easy to do because you know what? I don't even think I, this is the thing, right? You I had a topic for one of them, didn't you? Like y- the paperclip thing. Yeah, but that loosely. Was, yeah, <laughs> it took me about like twenty minutes before I was like, shit, what we're going to talk about? You're just not going to hear want to hear me and Rob going on about nothing. So we just I just bang that together quickly. Um, and last week we talked about the killer kids. Well, like, because Rob, was, I was like, it was kind of like a, did you a listen second, to the podcast. Rob was like, no, was secondary like, <laughs> conversation, isn't it? On well, like we might do the that. topic, we could yeah, do. Yeah. You could tell me about a subject, and I could tell Rob in yeah, the week. Yeah, yeah. maybe, maybe. What have we got this week then? This week we're talking about The Exorcist. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't do the voice. You didn't. didn't. Well done. I actually like introduced <laughs> the podcast <laughs> without the stupid voice. Um, 
So yeah, I thought I heard something really interesting on something I was watching about The Exorcist the other week, and I was like, "Hmm, that might be that might make for an interesting." Because I already know that there was some uh, mad shit that happened around the The Exorcist. So I was yeah. like, "Maybe that would make an interesting podcast." So you know? are you doing like a film review, or are you just no. going to, ah right, okay? I guess at the beginning because people are like film review. No, we're not doing a film review then because I don't oh. know what it was you were going to go on about. Yeah, no, I um. Do you know what we didn't we missed from the, uh, what? the intro? What the shout outs? Did we? Should we do that now? We'll do it at the end. When we do do we'll do the shout outs and we'll do we'll do the uh, sh- we'll do the uh, watch list at the end. Yeah, and yeah, the, yeah. And the pod belly because it got the uh, <laughs> all that shit. <laughs> Fuck! Oh my! You know what it is? That's because of because you, um, you were like looking at the time and going, we need to make sure it's under fifteen minutes. <laughs> and it's because of drinking Baileys. And we're drinking Baileys, so we'll do that at the end. That's fine. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Podbelly. Go so Podbelly.com. Check everybody out. They're brilliant. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Watch. Uh, we'll do Podbelly now. We'll do, um, so <laughs> yeah, you got it's fine. It's an ex- slightly extended um, <laughs> intro here. Um, yeah, we'll do the, the Podbelly. I've picked a couple of I'll new tell you ones. What, I forgot about things before like that. It yeah, it's really me easy. Off. It's really easy. That to door do. just swung wide open behind you. Jesus, you Christ. made me scared of the cat. I thought the, the devil was the about way to you walk were through. <laughs> it's like the exorcist was about to come through the door. The cat swung the door completely open, fully. Anyway. Because she stood on it and was like, "Oh, look at me! Oh God, she's Podbelly.com. She's got her eyes. She's got her eyes on the table." Um, <laughs> yeah, I picked an, a couple of new podcasts from the network this week to shout out. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's one called "From a Gen X Point of View," which I think is pretty much as it sounds. Yes, is is That's life a good idea. from a Generation X's point of view? Because <laughs> you idea. get you get all the millennial and the Gen Z shit. But hang on a minute, we're over here, Gen X. Hello. <laughs> Boomer podcasting. <laughs> yeah. And then also Brewing the 99. Oh, that sounds like Which is, I uh, think, about that? cards. Oh, it's, yeah. Yes. It's, it's um, Is that on there now? Yeah, yeah. That's on there. There's like two episodes, only a couple of episodes on there. And the same for the Gen X one. It's not that many episodes. I think there are about 10. I haven't maybe. checked it this week. I, yeah, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to download that pod. The, uh, was it Brew 99? You said it was called. Brew the 99. Brew the 99. Yeah. I'm going to download that tonight. Download that yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, they're they're on there. Sorry, Go check Pod them Bay. out. Sorry, <laughs> Pod Bay, we missed you out. I mean, not we're not sorry. We're still talking about them. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. just we just talked about them after the music instead of before <laughs> the music. No big deal. Um, yeah, so go check out Podbelly. Obviously, they're a huge and hugely integral part to our more recent success. So please, please, please go over there and um, be nice. Get involved. Get involved. Now let's get devilled out of our tits. So as I was saying. The Exorcist. I'm <laughs> ah, moving swiftly on. Um, so the We're not ex- winging it. Not winging it. Like I said, we're winging it. That's fine. There's something the wrong with that. On the seat of our pants. On the seat of our pants. Fucking holding on going, what the fuck? Ah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> forgot something again like the other week. I'm not doing very well. I, my, I forgot the Teco champion the other week, didn't I? I oh, yeah. At the end. At the end. <laughs> shit, the bed. So The Exorcist. I'm just going to give a small background. Like I'm not saying, I'm not, this isn't like a film review or anything. Because I don't even, it's been a long, if I have watched it, it's been a long time since I've watched it. Do you reckon it holds up well? Like, does it, has I, it aged? Do you know what? I actually Googled that. Because I thought, I bet, I wonder if people at the consensus is, and I watched a few like scene clips, uh, yeah. in, you know, in the last week or so yeah. to to kind of l- actually see what some of these things were meaning. And I th- honestly, it's still quite shocking. Even now, I was like, whoa. When I saw some of it, I was like, shit, they did that. Yeah, well, it is. Because doesn't that like the girl, because the character, the main character, I mean, fuck, it's been ages since I watched it. I remember the first time I watched that, I, sh- t- I was, I shit myself. 
I was must have been about 16. Ooh. And I, I went round. I remember I went to, to um, a girlfriend's house at the time. I rode my motorbike round. Trying to be all gangster, sat there and got shit scared watching The Exorcist. Yeah, it's um, I, was like, oh my I God. think it, I think to be honest, it because it's kind of like um, you know, they got the same cult sort of status as uh, Clockwork Orange did, yeah, just because of the kind of the way it approached certain um, well, and, and this was know, br- briefly things. before the satanic panic, which was I think that was like in the 80s, wasn't it? Where like, yeah. people were like doing ritualistic killings. Well, and, and the shit, thing is, so. the thing is, what happened was, the I read was the, all the rage. a lot about the the girl actor in it um obviously oh yeah, she was she say. was never the same really or she never really was looked at the same after because Damn although she, she was the devil i thought although she got massive critical acclaim for her performance and she's very good um and considering she was only 12 i think when she did she did see it. that was what i was going to say man she was 12 and when she stabbed herself in a furry front bum with, yeah, that yeah, crucifix, with that crucifix and then grabbed the priest's head and was like, lick it! Whatever no, no, she it's did. her mother's head. Was it her mum's head? Yeah, because I watched that. Oh uh, my like God, that's see. a kid. You wouldn't and get away with that these so days. She, yeah, she <laughs> she was saying that um, what oh what happened God. though is that although she got, he, like I say, a huge critical, critical acclaim and Golden Globes and win, won a load of awards for her performance, what happened was is that she went on this big global tour with yeah. the film and um, people just were like freaking out at the, just at the sight of her. They weren't making the people weren't making the correlation, you know, the different differentiation between her character and her as an actor. And there so was something about the effects in that because it, this CGI shit, it's like you just see through it literally. You're like, nah, not having it. And some of the old, oh, I don't anyway. Like some of the films, like that Transformers film, was just fucking terrible. It's just too much going on. It felt yeah, like I was going like to get epileptic. Or yeah, something it's, when it's I was a lot it. to like look at, especially but, in a big. But when as well. when you've got like old school films and like they're, they're actually doing what they're portraying in the film they're actually somehow you know they've got a thing that does the thing that makes it look like that it's more believable yeah even though it looks clunky I mean now they, and back they, then and they were like what the fuck so a few things i read about um because i haven't really necessarily gone into her specifically so but the few things i read about her is that she first of all people were like it's a twelve-year-old girl, and they wanted her opinion and her like on all of the yeah. the thing, you know, all of the kind of um, religious 12. things oh, that really? they were approaching. And at the time, people were very they, like th- a lot. Although it was all fictional, fic- fictional people <laughs> were actually like re- like it was based in real life, like people's real life fears. Well, that's the thing because and, people, um, that it is people it's were freaking out, man. And they d- and they freaked out at her for a long time. And she was very typecast after that. I suppose if you're religious, if you if you're reli- if you're a religious person and you like a hundred percent believe in God, and there's fucking loads of religious people, and I don't, I'm not bashing religion. I don't, I don't care. Do whatever you want to do. No. But if you believe totally believe in God, then you you have to believe in the devil, and therefore that girl is portraying a a, a potential real event. Possessions, man. Possession, I've thought about like doing podcasts on possessions, mm-hmm. but I've, that's a bit ghosty, man. I don't really see it. Well, Ouija boards. Yeah. Like, oh, come on. Oh man, really? Well, if the devil, do you believe in it? Do you believe in it? I don't know. It's one of those things. Like it exists. I was thinking about this earlier when I was writing some of this, and I was. It, it exists for a reason. What the exorcist or like, the, the devil? Well, no, like a lot of the the accounts of exorcisms. Yeah, and me- mental illness, maybe it could be, but um, we will get into some. Okay, you know, yeah, we yeah. will get into um some quite interesting stuff is very specifically based around the exorcism but i've called this episode the exorcist curse because th- the whole thing was all a bit like odd and cursed yeah. uh, so anyway i'll go into the film a little bit and then we'll talk about other yeah, st- other stuff so the exorcist um it came out in 1973 
Um, and it was it's an American supernatural horror film uh, directed by William Friedkin and produced and written for the screen by William Peter Blatley. Interestingly enough, William... Um, and the film is entirely based on a 1971 novel written by the same guy, William Blatley. Oh, so the Blatley. book came out very... very like quite so quickly after yeah. he wrote the book and published the book, he, like, was, film. he was making it into a screenplay. Film, film eat yeah. a pussy, do it. Blood. So, yeah. So the film stars Ellen um, Butson, Burtson, oh, Burtson, I don't know. Uh, Max von Sydow, Lee J. Cobb, and Kitty Wynn. Jack. Is that their real names? Yeah. Oh, they went on to do some. Jack McGowan um, in his final film role, and J- oh. Jason Miller, and obviously Linda Blair, who played the Blair Witch. The no, <laughs> plays the girl. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Um, so it's the first instalment in the Exorcist film series. So there's more than I think there's three, um, oh, and apparently one is good, two shit, three is good. Apparently, she from what I read. Okay. Um, and it follows the demonic possession of a 12 year old girl and her mother's attempt to rescue her through an exorcism conducted by two priests. Yeah. So that's the general story, right? Um, I think so. The Exorcist was originally released in 24 theaters, and. In the, originally in the United States, yeah, uh, not all uh, in the United States and Canada and throughout then it blew December. Up. Throughout that, this is like first showings in December in 1973. Um, despite quite a lot of mixed critical acclaim, well, it's like anything, anything like critical reviews. You can't please everyone. No, you can't. Um, audiences flocked to go and see it, even like queuing and waiting in really long lines in the really super cold December weather to go and to go and actually watch the film. Tell you what, there is no film. To be released ever that will get me queuing for it. No, there isn't. I'll just fucking wait. <laughs> yeah, just I'm not wait for it to come on. There's deep. no way. On I the fucking hate it's the similar experience. I fucking nine, hate it. I I'll can't stand being around people in general. This and this is um in nine. This was released in 1973 in America, and it didn't come out on video release in the UK until 1999. What? Why? Be- because of because of the controversy hardcore. around it. Yeah. What? It's just a film. But well. So I The Exorcist know. was origi- uh, was like I say, despite mis- critical reviews, spit it out, spit it out, woman. Um, it got like it got absolutely. It, people loved it. People were flocking there to Sh- go. It's like shock. It just yeah. shocks you. Yeah. Well, well uh, it, like really shocking because it's still quite shocking now. So yeah, and that's on today's standards. herself in a minge with a crucifix and pushes yeah, her mom's head in it. So the film was so shocking in various scenes. Some viewers had adverse physical reactions. Some <laughs> fainted. Others vomiting. Uh, to scenes like where the protagonist undergoes a very realistic cerebral angiography. What the fuck is which that? We will get into that later with an interesting robot's twist. Oh god. Um twist. or when the when like you said, like when she's masturbating with a crucifix. Oh, is that what she was doing? She's mas well, yeah, I she's thought masturbating she was just stabbing with herself. No, she's like masturbating with it. That's mm. the whole thing. And then she's and like, she's lick, a it, year- lick it to she's her a mother. Girl. She's a twelve year old girl, like fucking. And the thing is she doesn't look too demonic at that point. She just kinda looks like a girl. I'm not having any of that. You have to and ask like, a twelve year old girl. She forces her mum's head into no, her muff no, and she's no, like covered in blood. I don't want any of that, man. Uh, I found when I watched it, I just found that kind of funny. I was like, "Oh, okay." Well, <laughs> oh no, it's come from someone's mind. Someone had to go right. This is what you need to do, little girl. Can you say this, please? Well, like, well I am twelve. It, I comes, it comes from William Blakely's mind, Blake, clearly. The Blakester. Uh, so there were reports of also of heart attacks and miscarriages. I don't know how true that actually is. What in the cinema? 
Yeah. I could imagine that. If you're like well, proper religious th- and you go to church. Horror films do have a thing about where people get so yeah. scared. They like, if they're a weak heart. They well, if, you, if, you, if you're religious and you believe in it and then you go and see that, you're like, that could happen. I've heard about like possession and Ouija boards. I've read about this shit before. Ah, and my heart stopped. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah. So um, this, um, people took their uh, kids to watch this film. What was its rating? Um, so many people took children to see the film due to its R rating. What does R mean? So for the UK listeners who don't know what R rating is, it's kind of like PG. P- it was PG? Yeah, it was. it's a rating which allows admissions Fuck. of any age as long as, they're, uh, as long as any minors are accompanied by an adult. I mean, what's an 18 going to be like then? Fucking hell. I got scared when I was 16 watching that. So this led to... Because obviously it's very... It's not a fucking PG, let's put it that way. And (laughs) this led to charges and accusations that the Motion Picture Association, who gave it the rating, um, board had been overly accommodating to the Warner Brothers uh, by giving them the film an R rating when instead they they thought it should have had an X, but they gave it an R. What's X? Which is X is like 18. Okay, right. Fucking hell, man. Could you standardise it? Reasons for doing this, well, of course, it was to try and get more commercial success, more people. So they made it like a kid-friendly film if you're with your mum, just to get more money. Look at this kid masturbating with a crucifix. The funny thing is, at the time, there were even psychiatric, uh, psychiatric journal carried a paper, had written a paper on cinematic neurosis, which was kind of triggered by... The film. Uh, so it's I like don't know if I believe people in going a bit stuff, mental I'm after not watching sure. it. I'm yeah, it's again, it's hard to know if it's. But I mean, I was talking to Josh about this yesterday, and think, we were talking about you how think music. how shocking that film was at the time, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, but that doesn't mean it, it early seventies. Like that's not the, that kind of horror was unknown, not unknown of. Yeah. Like you know, suppose. Psycho was the same. Like you watch Psycho now, it's pants. Fucking shit. Pa- pa- it was so frightening back wee, when it first wee, came wee. out. Because no one's ever seen anything like that. They've never even well, seen... That's what I mean. A, like a, uh, a simulation of someone getting like, murdered. You and I'd watch it now and we'd be like, well, okay, this is pretty... Well, you'd go on the internet and watch someone get their head chopped off or burnt to death. Well, that's that's the thing. <sighs> we're desensitised now. But back then, that they didn't, people wouldn't have access to that kind of horror, so... We fucked ourselves up, haven't we? We've yeah. ruined but films. You, but even in our desensitised state, I still think you'd watch that and be like, whoa... Oh, fucking hell, like this weird, creepy, like the the spider down the stairs scene and all that fucking magic. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, That's this, weird, this is just creepy. Like, yes, of course, like CGI can make horror more real. Like, but sometimes when it's just, you know, when it's actually real life and they've gone th- and, they, you know, they, they put these people through some serious That's danger. That's what I mean, yeah. Like, doing, doing the stunts they did. Yeah, yeah. Um, None of this we'll CGI We'll get onto that in a bit as well. So, um, like I said, children... Going into the <laughs> film, poor, probably f- poor fuckers were scared to death. Like, because a lot of I read, do you th- I I typed in, do, is is the Exorcist still relevant today, or is it still hold up? Most people said yes, it still scares the fuck out of them, but maybe in a slightly different way. But most people were saying, yeah, I watched that as a kid and it scared the shit out of me. Yeah. So kids had so much access to this mad film. Yeah, but kids get access to anything anyway. That's not that's no different. There's always you can always get hold of mad shit. Yeah. You always know someone. Of course. Well, yeah, not back then. Yeah. I just don't think it was as easy back then to get hold of it was mad harder, shit. But you still could. Now it's, like it's so easy. Porno. All you've got to do is go and look at some mad go on some website and if you've got like a mobile phone live leak or whatever and off you go, kid. Yeah, find someone being deheaded. Be deheaded? Beheaded? It can be deheaded as Deheaded. Their head has been deed off their neck. <laughs> to dehead you. Uh yeah, so 
the um, some cities tried to ban the film outright, um, or at least prevent children from seeing it. Uh, fair enough, and uh, because obviously the obscenity within the film can can you know made certain concerns around youngs does going to watch yeah, it. Yeah, it makes ki- kids can sort of it exposes them to things that they probably shouldn't really. You know, can imagine like their a mind to things ten-year-old like looking at a, ge- a young girl stabbing a fanny with. A yeah, probably don't even realise what's going on down there. Like, what the fuck? Probably I don't know what that means. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and like I said earlier, in the UK, it wasn't allowed to for home release until 1999, which is a good t- nearly bloody two right two. It's like nearly twenty years after it originally came out, but then again, so was Clockwork Orange. Was I? It was banned, Just but nonsense. it was banned by Stanley Kubrick himself because he got all sorts of death threats, didn't he? Smarts. Anyway, so <laughs> it was actually the highest-grossing R-rated horror film um, until the release of the 2017 adaptation of it. So it held that title for a hell of a long time. That adaptation, the 2017 one, must have been garbage because I didn't even know that was out. But I'm not a film person. Yeah, you know, the new ones of the new It's, like those two, wasn't there? I thought you were talking about The Exorcist. Yeah, I am, but it, The Exorcist held the the highest oh. grossing horror film until It came out in 2017. Oh, I thought you meant It, like this, the, yeah, okay, so I just heard you wrong. Right. Um, like a fuck, it's just Bailey's. <laughs> it's the Bailey's doing it. The Exorcist had significant influence on popular culture. Um and, and received critical acclaim, with several publications having regarded it as one of the greatest horror films of all time. And it kind of still han- stands up to today's stand. From what I've read, people think it still generally stands up to today's desensitised standards. Because it's, it's very hard for horror, old horror films to stand up to that shit. Because we're like, like I say, we're just so used to seeing mad shit now. Yeah, but it's sometimes the subject, I'm like, that's not happening, that's not real, you can't creep me out. Stuff that is real can creep me out. That, I just don't believe, I just don't believe it, I don't believe in ghosts, I don't believe in God, I don't believe in the devil, I don't believe in any of that. I might be wrong, but... Yeah, but just because you don't believe in it doesn't mean lots of other people don't. No, I'm I'm, I'm talking about my, my, I might be wrong, but my opinion is, if the devil was there, if the devil was real, well, they do say that the greatest trick he ever pulled was convincing the world that he didn't exist, but surely... If if God is more powerful, if this is all real, if God is more powerful than the devil, can't he just like banish him to some like cave somewhere? And so he's not as powerful as if the you're really de- he looking can't control at the devil. They must be equally as powerful because they can't cancel each other out. If you're really looking at the who's more sadistic, the devil or the God, then you've got to pick God. God's the serial killer in this scenario. Unless the devil good. doesn't actually kill that many people. Yeah, doesn't God, he, didn't he God, like, doesn't he God kill like 12 people out? in the Bible and, the, and like God commits God, genocide? Genocide <laughs> of the entire world with the uh, with the floods uh, and Noah and all that Noah's Ark get shit. Get on your knees and pray. So, yeah, I mean... But I don't find it scary because I don't believe it. I don't I don't find it scary. But if you look, if there's something, anything else, like people getting kidnapped, films like that, where something happens to a loved one, that creeps me out because I'm like, well, that's probably actually well, happened to somebody. Honest, let's face it. You're not interested in a film unless it contains aliens of some description. Yeah, and I'm not. I know what you're saying. Well, and that's also, not real. it has to be a right, the right caliber of aliens. It can't be like Nonsense. Marvel aliens or Star no. Wars aliens. It's got to be like <laughs> yeah. realistic life aliens, like the, the, something that's like feasible. Everyone's like, how can it be realistic life aliens? What I mean is, I mean like 
like the arrival was a really good like 2001 a space odyssey things like that, that yeah are like even the one that you, you didn't like it that much but the one with brad pitt that's quite new ad astra, ad astra that like that was actually very realistic in its approach so you, mm, you yeah. know with the move the yeah. mars like la- you know mars kind of base and the moon base and huge all that. transportation of people to the moon yeah yeah maybe yeah yeah but that yeah. very but like not not so out there that it, it it's not believe yeah like the arrivals the bollocks the arrival's brilliant. Interstellar's good. Interstellar's good, yeah. But you anyway, yes. <laughs> we're getting off topic. <laughs> That's all right. So I'm going to move on to um, the exorcism of Ronald Doe. I don't know anything about this. Is well, Ronald Doe his real name? Because uh, you no. hear John Doe and shit, don't yeah, you? Yeah, Ronald Doe. So his first name was Ronald, but Ron they Doe. don't. Yeah, it's kind of, it's a bit sketchy about what he, who he actually is. Fake name. So this right. is actually the real life story to which... The book was based on. So it's based on a true story? Yeah. Fucking hell, I believe it. <laughs> so something many people, like I say, don't know about The Exorcist is that it in fact is kind of based on re- real events. Um, a 14-year-old boy born in 1935 uh, was the alleged victim of a demonic possession. Right. Um, and the events were recorded by the attending priests. So there was quite a few attending priests right. to this. So lots of you know, note-taking, yeah. I guess. <laughs> uh, subsequent supernatural claims were surrounding the events of that exorcism yeah. of Ronald Doe were used as elements within William Peter Blakely's yeah, novel. Yeah. Uh, Cherry-picked some bits out. Yeah, The Exorcist then, moreover, obviously, in the film adaptation as well, mm-hmm. So, which happened pretty close to one another. The book came out and then the film did. Um, priests of the Roman Catholic Church perform a series of exorcisms on the anonymous 14-year-old boy, which were all documented under the pseudonym Ronald Doe or Robbie okay. Mannheim. So you've got a bunch of Catholic dudes locking themselves in a room with a 14-year-old boy. Well, okay. Yeah. So this all <laughs> took place in a suburban Washington, D.C., same as the film, uh, mm. where Ronald Doe's family lived. The 14-year-old boy believed to be, be named Ronald, um, yeah. And later referred to in literature as Ronald Doe, among other names, <laughs> uh, was despondent over the loss of his aunt. So he went mad. And a spiritual who was a spiritualist who taught him many things, including how to uh, use a Ouija board. Oh, that old fucking yeah, chestnut. That old chestnut. Ouija um, board. So in the early 1949, shortly after his aunt's death, Ronald began to experience strange things. <laughs> He heard uh, scratching sounds coming from the floors really? and also the walls in his room. Mice. Uh, water dripped sort of inexplicably from pipes. But, but and water from does not drip and inexplicably. And from the walls themselves. Oh, that might. Okay, well, that's just And yeah. also, the most troubling thing was that his mattress would suddenly move. That would be fucking weird. By itself, yeah. And I think this is like this is witnessed by his family and the many by priests. By the Catholic priests. By the many Catholic tied him to the bed. paedophiles that went into and tied him up and doomed, doomed him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, disturbed by Ronald's uh, by Ronald's behaviour, fa- his family sought to help for uh, from any kind of expert they could find. You so do hear people like when a loved one. What I heard the story about a loved one that was like it was a kid and he seemed to be just getting ill and ill and ill and he's getting worse and the doctor's like, no, he's fine, he's fine. I think it was, I can't remember what the, it was, anyway. And it, they, like, out of desperation, because the medical science is like, he's fucking fine, there's nothing wrong with him. And he was spinning out of control, and, mm. like, basically in a wheelchair. They got an exorcist in, and they was like, mate, this geezer's, he's fucking possessed. That's why he's, he's ropey, because there's something nicking his energy. And then I went, bollocks! Well, it's like that girl, wasn't it, that, um, I can't remember, I watched a film about her, uh, 
she had like some mad brain disorder that was sending her mental and they couldn't find anything wrong with her. Yeah. And it was only one ma- one like very clever doctor who managed to figure out what was going on. Maybe that's worth a podcast because that was such an interesting story. Never heard of that. Um, yeah. Anyway, so um, yeah, the this kid was possessed. Old Ron. Old Ron. Big Ronald. Um, and the, the family consulted doctors, psychiatrists, and their local Lutheran, Lutheranian, Lutheran, I don't know, Lutheran minister. What? So type of minister, type of religious person. Um, but they were all no help in like figuring out what was wrong with this kid and why he was experiencing what he was experiencing. The minister suggested that the family seek the assistance of the um, the Jesuits. Oh, yeah. Which is a, Jesus. a religious order of yep. the Catholic yep. Church headquartered in Rome. Yep. Um, so Vatican shit. Father E. Albert Hughes, the local Catholic priest, asked his superiors, so this is the local like Jesuit guy, uh, permission to perform an exorcism on this boy in late February of 1949. However, Hughes had to stop the rite of the exorcism when Ronald managed to like break a piece of a spring off his mattress and sw- you know swung it at this priest and like tried to shank him. Basically, yeah, cut tried him up, cut him up with him. it. Not to his death, but like you know hurt him enough for him to have to go. Wound. Fuck this! I'm not doing this anymore. This is too dangerous this for me to mental. do by myself. So yeah, lashed lashed this poor guy across the shoulders, and he was like, "I'm out. Bye. See ya, boy. <laughs> Peace. Peace." Um, a few days later, red scratches started to appear on this boy's body. Um, yeah. One of the scratches formed a word. Uh, Louis, which indicated to Ronald's mother in her mind that the family needed, and this is the like late early, you know, this is 30s, so this is like people were very religious back then, um, that they had to go to St. Louis, where the family had relatives in order to find a way to save their son. Mm-hmm. No idea why St. Louis, but they just thought, well, St. Louis, sorry. I suppose if you're like, if something's happening to your kid, you're going to do anything, anything, and like, if this is real. Then why wouldn't you even attempt to... I mean, like you'd be grasping at straws. We're going to go there. Yeah. Like, but I don't... Yeah, weird. Just just grasp... I think they probably are grasping at straws. I think you get to a point... I suppose they get to a point where they're so... Disturbed. Disturbed and at wit's end with what's going on. Desperate, yeah. Yeah, scared. So um, apparently a cousin of someone in the family... (laughs) did not very specify whether it was Ronald's cousin or the mother's cousin, but a cousin was working uh, or attended the St. Louis... I don't know if it's Louis or Louis. St. Louis University uh, at the time. So Ronald... Um, of time of Ronald's struggles, so she put the family in touch with uh, Farter, Farter, <laughs> Farter. I just read Father and Walter at the same time. <laughs> From now on, it's Farter. Father Walter H. Halloran and Reverend William Baldron. Whoever Baldron. they are. Uh, so after consulting with the university's president, I don't know why they had to do that. I'm not sure how. He must have been religious. These two Jesuits agreed to... Rep- I feel like there's some, that's some kind of mad... The Jesuits, like, like some kind of Star Wars-like <laughs> tribe. Like Jedi, the Jesuits. <laughs> we need the Jesuits. Uh, so they, begri- they did agree to perform the exorcism on young Ronald um, with the help of several assistants. So I think this one dude, this priest who tried it before, realised he's in over his head. Maybe. What, if this kid is possessed, whatever's in him is too big for this guy to fix. Do you know what I mean? It's a big D. So the man, the men gathered all the residents of the um, 
on that on the, of the house yeah. in this dr- house in St. Louis, and uh, in early March of 1949, is it they pray off? Yeah, they're. Um, the, ex- the, the exorcists witnessed scratching on the boy's body and the mattress moving violently. Again, never any video footage of this shit. It's the 30s, Tom. Um, yeah, but even it's in the modern day, people are still yeah, claiming right, it happens. But I, yeah, but I don't, I don't know. Maybe, they get, maybe it gets demonetized or gets taken <laughs> down by the algorithm. Yeah, YouTube doesn't like, <laughs> doesn't like YouTube it. YouTube doesn't like the devil. Yeah. Nope. No. Nope. Fuck Lucifer. <laughs> the devil's like, oh, shit. Look, you gotta stop swearing. Yeah. Well, Just if they don't like the word "fuck or bother," but "fuck or bagger," then they're not gonna like. They're not demonic. Satan carving de- his demons. name into children. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, um, who's gonna sponsor that anyway? Well, who knows? Audible. <laughs> yeah. Audible. Squarespace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> NordVPN. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. The devil uses that. That's how he needs to get it on YouTube. Yeah, the the, de- the devil uses NordVPN <laughs> to hide his uh, his uh, his history. <laughs> fucking out, out, outsmarted God with his VPN. Yeah. I just can't fucking find him. <laughs> <laughs> so there were um, many things witnessed in that exorcism, and in that that also was witnessed in that first failed exorcism that they tried to do yeah. uh, in um, Washington. Um, amid the bizarre s- happenings, the priests. Um, Baldrin and Halloran, according to their reports, noticed a yeah. pattern in Ronald's behaviour. Right. So he was calm and normal during the day, so kind of normal Ronald. Yeah. And then, but at night time, after settling in for bed, he would exhibit strange behaviour. Fucking hell. Um, Did he have nightmares at a certain time of night? Well, I don't even know if it's in nightmares, but it, it would include screaming and wild outbursts. Um, mm. Rod- Ronald would also enter into like trance-like states um, starting to make like weird guttural voice sounds, really? you know, from within. Um, the priest supposedly also saw mysteriously flying objects in the boy's presence. Fucking UFOs. And noted that he would react violently when he saw any sacred object presented by the attending Jesuits. Really? Yep. So, and this is all like true. Creepy this is kid. all. This is all stuff that's it's what like the Catholic ha- priests tell us. Happened. And they never lie. Never lie. Um, there were also witnessed um, an ex appear in the scratches on Ronald's chest, uh, yeah. which the priest believed to signify the number 10. Right, okay. Um, also, a pitchfork-shaped pattern of red lines uh, moved down the boy's thigh and snaped down towards his ankle. That sounds, sounds pretty cool. It's been, yeah, it does. I'd quite cool. like to shake the devil's hand for that. Yeah, yeah. It's been a bit cryptic, isn't he, the old, old devil? Old Lucifer, yeah, like, Satan. Well, Surely you just go, listen, bitch, I'm, the I'm devil. here, watch this, and make the kid explode. Just go, fuck, told you. Um, so these sorts of things were happening every night for more than a month. Fuck. And everyone witnessed the events believed that Ronald was possessed by 10 demons. 10? Can you imagine that? Oh, that's, what the that's creepy. Is. Like, ten even demons. if. even if Multiple No, I don't know if, if it is 10 in the exorcist. It is he- here, but whether, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, whether they did that, I can't remember. No, I think it was just one. I think it was just one. But two priests never gave up. Never as quit. They, they never quit, as they never quit with their finger of dooms. Rehab is for quitters. And continued to ex- exercise night after night. They just they got on the treadmill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next to him in bed, they're just like doing press ups, yeah. crunches. He's like, he's like, his head spinning on on the, on an axis, and they're just they're doing some crunches. No, I will do thirty press ups <laughs> to expel the devil from within you. Um, the exorcism reached an unhealthy new level when Ronald urinated all over his bed and began shouting and cursing. That's just what kids do. I mean, they piss the bed all the time, don't they? That's not, not, that's not new. <laughs> so now Ronald's parents had had enough by this point and they took him to the Alexan Brothers ho- Hospital in St. Louis uh, for more serious treatment. 
Okay. So at this point, they're like, well, fucking hell. These, these priests have been here every night for a month and they still ain't got rid of this Should have gone to the fucking doctors first. Did they electrocute him? Did they like put I electrodes on his brain? And I didn't, it didn't really go into that. It was really yeah. focused around the priests. Probably did do. Probably. So it sounds like, something it sounds like there's something they do. Electroshock the therapy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Finally, on the, the well, uh, in a hospital, they would just see him as n- as a nutter. They wouldn't see him as being possessed by a. Maybe demon. all the mental hospitals around the world, the people that are just you know just walking around talking. Maybe possessed, they are yeah. literally like conduits possessed by to the demon. devil. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or to some other entity somewhere, some yeah. extra dimensional entity, and we're like, no, he's mad. Here, I have these pills, and he's like, no, I'm telling you, I'm man, I'm telling you, I'm not mental. It's you that can't see it. Maybe. So finally, on I believe the eighteenth of April, so a good few months after this all began. A miracle, in inverted commas, <laughs> uh, occurred in Ronald's room at <laughs> the Alexan Brothers Hospital. Uh, Ronald, so he's still in the hospital at this point. Yeah, Ronald awoke up. with seizures. Um, he yelled at the priest saying that Satan would always be with him. That's a creepy thing the to say. The priest laid holy relics, crucifixes, medals and rosaries on the boy, the boy's body. Um, and then later that evening, the attending priests uh, called on the St. Uh, Michael which obviously is the patron saint of St. Michael, whatever, to expel Satan from Ronald's body. Get out, you bastard. Get out, you bastard. The, uh, they shouted at sat- uh, Satan saying that the St. Michael would battle him for Ronald's soul. Seven minutes later, Ronald came out of the, the trance and simply said, he's gone. Really? The boy recounted he had had a vision that the St. Michael vanquished Satan on a great battlefield. Really? He had a good old like, UFC fight in his mind and battered the devil. Yeah, yeah. Why would the devil be fucking bothered with a little kid, a random kid? Maybe they're just easy. They're easy game. Mm, yeah, it's maybe. not that strong-willed. But how about it's the devil? Because it's all about will, isn't how it? How about it's the devil? It's the devil. He can do anything. He owns hell. He can like he can, like put you in there for eternity and burn you. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Surely like, <laughs> like, there'd be better people to get, you'd think. Maybe, well, like Donald Trump. Or world leader. You'd go for world leader, wouldn't you? D- if I was a devil... You really I'd wanted some clout No, if I was a devil, I'd possess all of the nuclear weapons on the planet and launch them. That's what I'd do. And <laughs> just go, fuck you, humans. Possess, possess an inanimate object. Well, why not? Why it's mindless, If you can have it? a haunted house... Uh, true. You can have a haunted pencil case. I mean, this is all very... Yeah, it's all very, <laughs> like, based in... Haunted you, objects. But lots of people believe in Satan and... and yeah, yeah, yeah. And the fact that people can be possessed by de- there may demonic... Be, there may be, like, valid reason to believe... Spirits. I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know anything about religion at all whatsoever. There might be, like, some thing that happened in the 1920s that makes everybody go, yeah, man, you don't know what you're talking about. Possibly. I don't know. But Possi- possibly. Who knows? So there are m- were more... Um, that after that point, there were no more documented instances of strange occurrences... Um, after a behaviour after that. So he literally like went from being a mad little mad shithead to nothing. Got bored with fucking Xbox. And yeah, Xbox. And Ronald went on to live a completely normal life. Sold um, a book. From that moment forward, apparently, f- he found a wife and started a family. He named his first son Michael after the saint believed he that he believed that saved so it had his a, life. It must have had a massive impression. Something was going on then. Yeah. Um, if Ronald still is still alive today, he would be in his early 80s. Big Ron. Big Ron. She probably listens. Get in trust. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Ron. He listens. Let's get him on. Uh, obviously, for dramatic effect, the novel and movie took many liberties yeah, uh, with the source material, turning the teenager into a 12-year-old girl named Reagan. Although the scratches... More vulnerable. Scratches, shouting, spitting, red lines on the skin and cursing in the movie mimicked what Ronald experienced. 
the boy's head never turned 360 degrees oh, yeah, like well. Reagan's did. <laughs> and similarly, never vomited green matter during the exorcism and tantrums. Um, nor did he use a bloody crucifix to masturbate. <laughs> yeah, it'd be a bit difficult, that one, for a bloke. He'd have to use, I don't know what he'd use. Up his bum. Oh, yeah, could do, yeah. Yeah, fair, fair play. Yeah, could do, yep. yeah. Just whip it in there. Whip it in his bum. Uh, slightly <laughs> harder angle to get to, I'd suppose. But yeah, be a bit weird. A bit weird. Well, it's weird anyway that you like. Yeah, no, totally normal. She's like, she's she's equally stabbing herself and masturbating. Like she's, it's like you know. I didn't think she was. Obviously, she clearly is. But I, I was just going. She's just stabbing herself in the mutt with a crucifix. That's what I thought. Yeah, but then think there was about blood that. Everywhere, wasn't there? Yeah, she's like sta- she is stabbing herself, inflicting harm, and then she pushes her mother's head into it and says, "Lick it!" <laughs> and the mum comes up like with blood <laughs> all over her face. <laughs> oh, the paintings and decorators are still going for it. <laughs> no, no, she just stabbed herself in the mutt. <laughs> uh, so the room at the Alexan Brothers Hotel that where all this happened um, was boarded up and sealed. So they like fuck that, like the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah, like co- cover that shit up. In a warehouse, like Indiana um, Jones. And then, fo- obviously, following the exorcism, and then the entire facility uh, of the hostel was torn down in 1978. So, oh, so what because of this? Or just no, because just because it was, because it was an up. old fucking building. Yeah. They probably built some flats or something over the top of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, a church. Uh, well, could fuck maybe, you, maybe no, probably not. Uh, so the house where the family lived in uh, Maryland is now an empty lot after it was abandoned in the 1960s. So they'd fucked off the house as well. Everything's gone. Um, experts believe the real name of Ronald Doe to be Ronald Hunklier. Okay. Um, although only one person reportedly knows for sure who he actually is. That's him. It's him. So, <laughs> so that's the story behind the... Ex- so that's the yeah. real... That's, that's like where the it came re- that's th- So that was the account of for which the writer... Blake Blakely yeah. wrote the book. Yeah, yeah, is that that's the kind of base story that he used to kind of create the the book, the fiction book. Yeah. So fucking little Ronald McDonald got possessed and ended up with the Exorcist. Pretty good. Ron, yeah, Ronald McDonald. Yeah. Pretty good. You should have called him Ronald McDonald, not <laughs> Ronald Doe, shouldn't they? Well, it's like John Doe in it. Well, Jane yeah, Doe. Doe is just the like name. F- if you don't know the last name or the full name, it's usually John or Jane. But they knew the first name, so it's Ronald Doe. It's fucking loads of that in like murder cases, and you but really they used like, like John they used Doe got killed, and then another John Doe. Yeah, like, loads oh, of fucking John Doe's living that shit, area. Loads of John Doe's. <laughs> Just move. Your name's John Doe. Don't live there. You're gonna get. Ki- I guarantee it. You're gonna get killed. <laughs> move. And Jane. 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 Run. Anyway, should we take a break? Yeah, man. I'm a little bit special. No, there's nothing wrong with that. Anyway, we're going to move on to the curse of the exorcist. Yes, this is the bit, man. The meat and bones. So the whole thing, there's a whole thing around the exorcist about the whole, not just the film being like mad shit crazy, but yeah. also that the whole production was kind of cursed like from the set, start to the finish. People. Yeah, yeah, so... Um, it's obviously we all know it's like a cultural phenomenon right you know this yeah. film and upon its, re- its release in the 1973 it's representation of p- and the possession of a young innocent young you know little well, yeah, but it's, it's, child it's, it's a shocking character to have it's a, it's a shocking like central character to to i suppose inflict this yeah, like story the story onto, on yeah and this demonic force you know 
shocked. Yeah, fate, yeah, yeah. That, that shocked audiences across the it's world. The vulnerability of a child. You're like, whoa. And it, to be fair, probably I think it still seems to be doing so today, from what I can it's because gather. Because it's a kid. Yeah, that's why. So, I think but it's less about. well known that part of the media frenzy that happened around the film was deli- that was derived from the rumours that the movie itself was quite troubled. Um, yes, the content of the movie is troubling. We know that. Yes. But a series of tragic incidences scattered the cast and crew and the people connected to the film um, led many to believe that the film itself was cursed. This is brilliant. This is So people got fucking whacked doing it. Well, yeah. So first, first ones I'm going to talk about is Fire and Lightning. What? So the production of The Exorcist was riddled with problems from the start. Um, a sh- uh, sh- after shooting began in 1972, the set used as the home of Reagan yeah. um, was burned down what? when a f- bird flew into the circuit box. What? <laughs> a pigeon. Is this real? A pigeon? Yeah, a pigeon, flew a pigeon took down a house? A f- no, not the ha- the set. They made a set. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So the only part of the set to remain untouched by the flames was the room used for filming the actual exorcism scenes. Oh <laughs> this is no shit. This is real. Like, this, this, is what is what I, this is the bits. Because all that stuff we were talking this about... This is where Rob would go, bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> all that stuff we were talking about before is like fun. But this this now, like you're like, all right, then, okay. You no, do this, something yeah. about the fucking devil and then everything burns down except that, that bit there. That room where they did the exorcism, and actually. Like, the actual like bedroom. And a fucking and pigeon. And a pigeon did it. So what, flew into a circuit breaker? Yeah, like a... The bought circuit box flew into it and then just burnt the fucking whole set down. Blame electricians, man. So this set obviously set the production back massively. Well, you know, yeah, time. Um, and led to um, the uh, you know a draining and grueling shooting schedule to from catch that up time. to catch up. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, with all the mishaps, um, and <laughs> it's funny this, all the mishaps that were happening on the set, they actually got a Jesuit priest Whoa. to come and exercise really? the set. Yeah, uh, do you reckon like that? That was Thomas that M King. Really? They, yeah, Jesuit came and um, they, they came to bless the and, gone, e- and exercise the whole. Do you set. think like the director and the producer and shit went? You know what? That place got fucking burnt down. It's a bit weird. We're doing the exit. Should we get like a mad fucking priest in from the Vatican just to freak everybody well, else out? On this set? is this is where I'm skeptical over, and I will get into that. But ju- and it'd be a good way of making your characters be a bit more. Uh, wouldn't it? Yeah, an actual Jesuit mm. priest on set because it was I like when the they filmed possessed. The, and that's funny that the this film it is the one that overtook it as the yeah. highest grossing horror film. But it's like they wouldn't allow because in the first h- film half they did they had the children part of it and they wouldn't let the kids yeah, yeah they wouldn't let the kids see the actor playing it until they were on set. Fuck! So the first so time they, they saw him was and this guy is big. It's tall and he's fucking scary and that. Him in that. And they were like, yeah, we were fucking scared out of our fucking minds. I and they wanted that. Yeah, They yeah. wanted that. So they wanted that reaction. So, yeah, it's I feel like some of it's a that. little bit. But um, also with the lightning part of it, um, during the film, the after this was all after it was filmed and released, um, in the f- Rome premiere, so the film premiere in Rome. Oh, that's fitting. Yes. Lightning struck a 400-year-old cross atop a nearby 16th century church that stood across the street from that's the theatre. So you imagine weird. all the people outside waiting to go in, this premiere, and then, and fucking then the fucking lightning gets struck <laughs> on the church's crucifix over the road. That is a bit weird. All right, that is a bit weird, man, because, I mean, the chances of lightning striking near you is pretty slim, man. 
Yeah. If you're going to give it to watch The Exorcist outside of church in Rome, yeah. and it goes, bam, and like, it's it. But it's not like it struck a tree nearby. It's like a Wait, church yeah, it's somewhere in across Rome. the road. Fucking blasted, almost hit. Yeah, that's a bit weird. And it hit the fucking crucifix. The cru- yeah. The sign of God or whatever. Yeah, Big mad. G. So the next one's death. Oh God. So the production of The Exorcist was hit by further tragedy when a series of deaths rocked the cr- cast and a crew. Series? A total of nine deaths were said to be connected to the film. What? Nine people died? Yeah, so actors... Jack. Well, that's above average. <laughs> yeah. I'd say. How many people die on set or connected to a film? How I many people were involved in it? If there was like well, 8,000 people mean, on the set, then you'd be like, well, okay. Yeah, yeah. maybe. But So actors Jack McGowan and uh, Valisky Malarose, who were, character, who were characters in the film uh, yeah, that uh, died, both passed away short, like shortly after how? the film. I didn't go into it because it uh, would have just gone on forever otherwise. Yeah, you know what I know. I mean? It would have been like nicer because they're like, okay, what did they did they like get hit by lightning whilst? <laughs> well, um, I think they may have been older. Yeah, I was thinking so that when you said they both died, died I was like, I bet, they were, I bet they were quite age. old. Yeah, I think it was the grandfather and some old dude. What year was it? Seventy three. It came out in 73, 74. COVID 74, that's what it yeah, was. Yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> got COVID and got to show up everywhere, isn't it? <laughs> um, act, so actors also, uh, Linda Blair, who played yeah. Reagan, and um, Max von Sydow lost members of their family during the shoot. Jeez. So like people died in their family. The son of Jason Miller, who plays father Damien Carras in yeah. the film, was nearly killed by a motorcycle accident really? whilst making the film. Um, but there, but that wasn't all. Blair and on and her on-screen mother Ellen Burtson both <laughs> dis- suffered serious injuries during production yeah, did, due they? to falls on set. So while on set, Ellen Burtson, but I don't think that Burtson, was a fall though. What happened? No, to her? suffered she a permanent spinal up. injury yeah? during a stunt gone wrong whilst uh, shooting a scene where Reagan throws her from the bed. Yeah, the little kid um, tied up goes, Be gone, Mum! Yeah, and dragged uh, backwards. That in the film was her real scream of pain. Yeah. As a reaction yeah, to I read like, about that. Yeah. She gets put yanked back away from the bed like like as if like she's been like Hadouken away. Yeah, yeah. And then like she hits the ground and hits the ground and goes, My fucking coccyx! <laughs> Fuck and my back. Like, Keep that in. Yeah. She busts the tailbone. Mint. So um also I read that Reagan, the character that uh, sorry, the actor the that played her, um, Lin, is it Linda Blair? Yeah, yeah. she Blair she Rich. was put under grueling. So they, you know, in because obviously a lot of the time in the film, they have this perception of it's being cold because she breathes out. Um, isn't the devil like meant to be like hot and fire and shit? Well, I think it's ghostly as well, isn't it? It's okay. like possession, spirit, of spirit. Yeah. So they uh, apparently they the to the create that cold environment these air conditioning units and all the set and crew and we're all like <laughs> you know put in like big she's, sitting there, she's a little tiny nighty so she's freezing to death for Poor a lot girl. for a lot of the time yeah. she was also put into massive grueling um stunts she does a lot of the stuff you know fucking backwards walking down the stairs and all that shit how did she do that i don't know they must have wires and all sorts like of i think you can i think weight, it's yeah. only more recently they've take been able to take out the wires Oh, I right. think you can see him in the original film. Like I think <laughs> they've taken him out you know, me laugh. in when the recut. When you look at like films and you can go, what the fuck? You can actually see the fucking shit that they used to do that. Yeah. You didn't even try and get rid of it. And you're like, well, no. they couldn't back then. Well, no, they couldn't. They just hope, ah, fuck it. People know it's not real. But then did they? Ooh, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is where I'm kind of speculative all over a lot of this. Um, so there was a lot of hype around the film. So a That's lot of these I mean. deaths it all sounds good. A lot sounds of these tickets. sounds brilliant. 
But a lot of these deaths are and accidents just seemingly don't have actually that much to do with the film itself. Yeah. Other than two, the, the, the things where the people got hurt in stunts. Blasted by lightning, fine. the church, that's a bit weird. That's a bit weird. But the, the kind of deaths... Yeah, like two old been guys killed in a motorbike passed well. away after yeah. making the film. COVID-74. The motorcycle accident, well, like, yeah. You want two wheels, That just mate. happens. Yeah. It just seems like a lot of these things... And he things didn't die. Nearly were just died. based in every day. Well, I could have nearly been Acc- killed by a meteorite. And, and like, they're just, you, you know, they're using it to hype up the film. Yeah. So Warner Brothers press office spread speculation... Yeah, they loved it. Of the curse prior to release. Fair play to him. It was extremely hot topic in global media at the time. And when it hit the cinemas, uh, Warner Brothers drew on sinister rumours surrounding the film's production to peak audience interest. Absolutely, yeah. So, you know... Believe the hype. The television, um, you know, newsreels, all that stuff, they were filled with stories um, of audience members fainting and vomiting and walking out in large numbers early screenings. All of this was adding to the hype and the context of fear around the film. Um, public reaction to the disturbing film only served to bolster The Exorcist's increasing reputation as shock cinema. Yeah. Uh, one woman passed out and broke her draw- jaw, Pussy. to which she sued the studio. I'm like, mate, you, you were pathetic and passed out and you broke your jaw in the process. Be pathetic, man. She might be like, like properly terrified, but you can't... You can't sue them for passing out. Like, yeah, you chose to go and watch did it. Did she win, though? That would be good if I she won. I don't know. Um, in the UK's... St. John, in the UK, St. the St. John Ambulance staff attended screenings because so many people were like, having adverse reactions to... To the film. It's just like, at the time, this was completely unheard of. This level it was of... Sho- it was shocking. Cinematic, yeah. like, fucking... Whoa! Yeah. And, like, people were like, ah! Like, no one had ever seen a girl vomit pea soup before. Because <laughs> that's what it was, pea soup. Yeah, I'll smash them up with, like, a... Well, that was what it was, wasn't it? It, it was, was pea, pea soup. soup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pea um, soup. <laughs> that's why it's good, because it's a real thing. She yeah. could have had, like, that... Uh, it was green shit She could have had pea she soup She could have had fucking pea yeah, soup, yeah. man. It was <laughs> carrots, because there's always carrots, isn't there? Well, apparently so, yeah. yeah. Apparently that's part of your stomach line. It's sort of like carrots. Don't I don't know how true that is. I've puked up enough beer in my time. I've never beer seen carrots. Beer six are different yeah, to like not, ill should, six. Should, yeah, they are. To be fair, ill six are horrible. Yeah, I'm like, don't allow it. I like. Don't I, allow it. You don't allow. You don't allow it, do you? No, but I'm too phobic. I can't. It freaks me out too much. You like? It's like the one thing that gives me kind of literally anxiety. when she says she doesn't allow vomit. She means that. Yeah, I don't allow it. She does. She will not allow herself to be sick. Whereas I welcome it if it needs to come out. Yeah, in fact, I'll just go, I'll have a word in my stomach and I'm like, are you all right down there? And he'll be like, fuck. I'm not sure. Feel a bit fucked, mate. And I'm like, I'll get. I'll, I'll be on this. And I'll I'm go on down there and I'll just thought, fucking stick me down the toilet and go, wow. <laughs> are you all right? Yeah, I'm sound, mate. Oh, Back to it. Yeah, no. I, one thing that gives me severe anxiety, I can't deal with it. Really? Uh, but then, like, I'm cat sick is fine. It's weird. It's just cat sick's uh, the worst. Uh, but they don't, it doesn't give me the same anxiety as how if you, like, when you sicked on me in a tent. That was that was <laughs> harrowing for me. Was do you think oh, I can't get intense now because of that? Because you think it scarred me for life. Nah, you'll be all right. Come on, it's just a bit sick. Yeah, that's what you say. But it's it's easy for you to say that. It's like saying, "Nah, you'll be all right." To someone who's really phobic of heights. Yeah, you'll be all right. Don't jump off the edge. Nothing will happen to you. <laughs> you d- the phobia is only there because of your mind. Do you know, apparently, it's um, something to do with. It is like something that's in built in in our like genes that apparently if you so. see, uh, you know, if you see a tribe member vomiting that means they've eaten something they shouldn't have and to uh, to avoid it at fucking really? all costs yeah that yeah. makes sense that does yeah 
So like the phobia of, it's called a metaphobia, phobia of being sick is actually something that's quite sort of inbuilt in our gene, genes to, oh to be, you know, fight or flight kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, freaks me out. Anyway, <laughs> um, some... Some sent <laughs> some went as uh, so far as to claim like it. Like that it. the very celluloid, which is the kind of material that old film is printed, the on, film, yeah, yeah, um, it was it cursed like the, the actual, and that the, the, it was it contained subliminal messaging. Really? Oh, what? I need to watch it, yeah. and like really closely, like frame by frame, see if there's anything Just mad coming YouTube out. YouTube it, man. That's because you I know, like there is, you know, films do that. They they like put in like a mad, yeah, like that dick in Fight Club. It's not a dick. It's not a dick. It's um, they flash up before he becomes a thing. Yeah, he they flash the character, the Brad Pitt character up like you can yeah, see him like growing it. in his mind. Yeah, probably there is a massive dick in the cinema. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They but they, I think some people actually up. cut sibling like some mad fucking um, old school film. But you know the people who run the films in the cinemas like they would cut in. Stuff on purpose, the yeah, random like kids films. People, if you could, it's like I a would. millisecond of if you've got something. A, th- a captive theatre of five or say two hundred and fifty people every two hours. I would play games yeah. definitely. But what, whatever you think, whether it's all true or not, all this hype fueled record-breaking box office figures. Yeah. Um, it would go to earn more than a uh, 444, 41 million dollars. Sorry, which is around one point eight six two billion in today's money. Jesus Christ! So it was a big old. How big much old that girl get paid? About fifty p. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> don't know. Um, and it became the first horror film to be nominated for a Best Picture Oscar. Wow. So nom- apparently, not you know, horror films aren't that well regarded by the film industry because doesn't seem as that many. Well, the film yeah. actor, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so finally, I'm going to move on to. The Exorcist serial killer. Now this is where so all. So this is what I found out was the thing, are and I was like, at the gash now. "This yeah. is interesting." Robot-y. So, so remember the very realistic cerebral angiography scene? Not really. That I told you about that yeah. was part of the, and I said there'd be a twist. Yes. Um, I told well, there's there is an interesting twist from that scene. Okay. So the scene contains actual an actual real life serial killer what, in the fucking film? in the film really so the, a man called Paul Bateson doing who was it, born on oh, you have no I'm going to oh <laughs> your face <laughs> then I oh no as I said that you were like you have and I was like say yes Tom but I'd already said no um, he was born on the twenty fourth of August in nineteen forty and grew up in Lansdale Pennsylvania um, he served in the army. Yeah. In the early 1960s, as right. kind of many people of the time did, like where he began drinking heavily Fucking out of boredom whilst being stationed in Germany. So I don't think he had so much accident action in uh, the in the. Uh, war. It sounds right. In the ge- in you the get paid army. to just drink loads. Yeah, true. Uh, beginning a lifestyle of struggle with alcohol alcoholism. Um, after his discharge, he returned to Lansdale, and he did stop drinking at that point. Um, and then in 1964, he moved to New York City where he began a relationship with a man who he said was um, involved in music. Uh, the relationship was marked by heavy drinking, yeah. either in the form of cocktails at the, the Pierre <laughs> uh, or, and frequent parties at the couple's home. Fuck yeah. Um, at all, pretty much every weekend. Um, Just lads having fun, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in the Fire Island enclave of Cherry Grove, wherever that is, um, both <laughs> food, cocktail... 
uh, were served up by these this couple, Bateson and his. Was it like a pickled person in it? Is that no. what? They, oh <laughs> come on! Uh, five years later, Bateson. Cocktail Bateson, sausage. So we're moving on a little bit. Five cock years later, sausage. Co- co- cocktail sausage and cheese, <laughs> cheese and cu- no human cheese, cheese and, and cocktail sausage, cheese and pineapple cocktail <laughs> sausage. Classic combo. Um, Bateson's mother died about five years later, and his younger brother also died. Oh, was right. from suicide. So not a happy time for this dude. Well, he's already know. a pisshead. He's come back he's from the military. Yeah, he's he's not having. He's he's gotten. He's gay. So probably a lot of like mocking stigma because of that. Back then, stigma man. back then. Yeah. Just embrace the D. A lot of rivet ridicule. Um, and also lots of death. Well, not yeah. lots, but I mean, yeah. Th- like it, he's not he's not dealing with all this shit very well. Apparently, <laughs> sound like it. So Bateson had trained as this is where the tie-in happens. So Bateson has trained as a neurological. Radi, um, radiological technician um, began working in that capacity. So obviously got a job as a radio like radial te- X-ray technician. Yeah, yeah basically, uh, but more specifically neurological X-ray. And after his relationship with the, his partner ended in 1973, he moved to Brooklyn to a neighbor called a neighborhood of Borough Park. Um, he commuted from his. Place of residence. Place of residence to his job at the New York University Medical Center, where he was said to be well liked and respected by his colleagues. Again, man, this is the thing, man. Again, it's like, it, like at work, yeah, he's sound, man, sound, but behind closed doors. Yeah. So it was in this job, working as a radiological technician at the New York U- University Medical Center, where Director William Friedkin. None other, none other than the director of The Exorcist, Cha-ching. shot the famous scene of Linda Blair and as Reagan going under a, a cartoid angiography procedure. Right. So okay. the, there's a film where they're like... Got a clue what that is. No I stick a fucking tube, a needle in a tube, and I don't know, it's just the thing. fuck about with it To look at her brain, basically, because they're like, at some point, they're like, this girl's fucking gone mad. Yeah. So they like do some real medical procedures on it. Fuck with a computer a bit. So the director was looking at looking for a bit of realism, and so he used actual um, neuropsychiatric surgeon. He's trying to base it in reality, and, yeah. Uh, to a real yeah, team yeah, of yeah, surgeons yeah. to shoot the scene and a re- oh, right. in a real hospital. The surgeon's assistant was none other than Paul Bateson. Wow! So he ended up in that scene because he was. Because he's an assistant. Assistant to the guy who they picked to be in the film. And he's fucking... How many... Who did he kill? What happened? Well, we'll get on to that. Don't, oh. don't you worry, don't you worry. Don't jump the gun, Tom. So, um, moving on a bit in time, six years after the release of the film, Bateson was arrested in March of 1979 for the murder of a film critic, Addison Verrill. Okay. So according film to critic, was he did he criticize yeah, the, he criticized uh, his the film. Exorcist? He's like, Fuck you, <laughs> you scene, dick. That scene of the Angio thingy majiggy was shit. Like he's <laughs> in the background doing that radiography malarkey. He's assistant. No, nah, I'm not nah. having him. He wrecked <laughs> yeah. it. Like, Fuck, you have to die now, mate. So according to Bateson's testimony, he'd picked up Verrill at a gay bar in Greenwich Village and gone back to Verrill's apartment with him where the two had sex. Yes. Bateson then crushed Verrill's head what? with a skillet. What's a skillet? And what that thing like we've rock? got? That, no, that thing we've got on the that massive cast iron pan we've got on the. Oh, just panned him to death. Panned him to death. So with he panned a him and then massive heavyweight <laughs> skillet and proceeded to stab his victim numerous times. Oh, Christ Almighty. Um, Bateson never gave a motive for the brutal crime. Um, Verrill's murder, however, may have been just the tip of the iceberg. We so went deeper. 
while he was awaiting trial at uh, Rickers Island, I'm guessing some kind of prison. Yeah. Uh, Bateson began to brag about other murders he had committed. They always do that. They always do well, that. And you're like, that. do you believe them though? Because he re- well, he recounted that he picked up gay men and murdered them Sounds just for fun. Yeah. Then he chopped up their bodies, <laughs> put the pieces in plastic trash bags, and dumped the remains in the Hudson River. That's fucking common as fuck. Um, it didn't take the police long to suspect they had actually captured a serial killer. Yeah, I bet, man. So in 1977 um, and 78, New York's LGBT community was terrorised by a series of brutal murders in which the bodies of gay men were found in the Hudson River. No way. Mutilated, chopped up and bagged up, just as Bateson would later describe. No way. The condition of the bodies made identification virtually impossible. Really? But clothing items and tattoos allowed the police to link the bodies to the city's LGBT Piece community. Piece it together figuratively and Yeah, literally. so they could figure out that these <laughs> go- who these guys maybe, at, you know, were. That's shocking, man. You know, there's a missing gay guy here. And, we, and he had this tattoo. Oh, look, there's a bit of body with that tattoo on. Fucking hell. We've got a bag of bits here. <laughs> got a bag of bits, but look, that bit had a tattoo on it. Fuck. So at least six bodies... Were alter- I mean, plus also in the river, so they're going to be like all mushy and horrible. It's going to be bags <laughs> of mush, isn't it? Yeah. Um, at least six bodies were ultimately discovered uh, through the serial, um, through the killer had claimed additional victims. So it could be many more. Th- it's th- a bit th- like, uh, what's his name? Des. He, he like, oh, you know, he's, he, they all claim They only more. found a certain amount, but they were like, yeah, I did this many. Who was it? Uh, John Wayne Gacy, was, as they were like killing him or whatever, and he went, you're, you're, he like laughed or something and said, you'll never find them all. Like, F- you'll never find no. them all. Fuck you. Fuck you. Like, you whatever, yeah. mate, you're going to die, mate. Shut your mouth. So um, the killings became known as the bag murders. The bag murders. <laughs> great. And sometimes by more derogatory terms, of course, yeah, probably, well, which we won't go into. Um, but Why no, not? Because I'm not. I'm not mean. You're and plus, I didn't have mean. it right written down. <laughs> <We're not> be- <laughs> there you go, yeah. But no killer was identified at the time until Paul Bateson was arrested for the murder of Addison um, And then he admitted Addison it and, it, and it all sort of the pieces fit together. Yeah. The, um, when the exorcist director, William Friedkin, learned that a suspected serial killer had appeared in his film, yeah. he went to visit Paul Bateson <gasps> in prison. Following that, Friedkin signed on to direct the 1980 film uh, Cruising, in which Al Pacino plays a cop who goes undercover to track down a serial killer targeting gay men, a killer who follows much of the same MO as the bag murders. All right. Do you reckon he whispered something to me in his ear? Don't know. In prison. To which Paul Bateson has had confessed. Bateson is even said to have served as an uncredited consultant on the film. Fuck. So, though the police took Bateson's confession at face value, there wasn't enough physical evidence to link him to the bag murders. So, he was only charged with the murder of Addison Verrill. If you're doing it once and and you're doing it in such a horrific way, I'd say that was probably not your first time. Bateson was sentenced to 20 years in life in jail. He was released in 2004 and is now said to live somewhere in upstate New York. So, anyone in upstate New York... (laughs) 
keep your fucking eyes peeled. It makes man. you wonder, though, man, because like all the and pe- look, like study his face in the film. Just make sure you keep your eye out. Because like, like people getting like lo- chopped up and fucked into the Hudson River. I bet you that happens so much. Probably yeah. so much like fucking mafia shit. Yeah, there's like a lot before of that going like on, yeah. like forensic evidence and like profi- DNA profiling and all that shit came along. It was like if you're caught, you're caught. If you leave a silly, silly clue, you'll get caught. If you're if you're tight and slick. You get away with it. That's what it seems like from what from my research. I mean, he could so just could have been bags have been and bags like, and bags of bodies in there. He could just have been trying to get a bit of fame. Well, he killed a man. But he also killed a man with a skillet. And he was he in the exorcist. his head and stabbed him. A lot. I don't uh, the know. director was like the fucking maybe love that's this. just that that and that one was that because so sometimes it's like when they get caught, isn't it? Serial killers. It's like when they make a mistake. Yes, it, it seems to be all the fucking time. So that that was his mistake. He's just is a, a bit of a, more of a crime. He a passion or I don't know. Like he. Who knows? But That's it's it's, it's got it's got what well, is what's his name? Who? Then we watched that film. Dennis Nilsson. Dennis Nilsson. It's kind of got those vibes of, about it. Nilsson was next level, man. Chopping people up and flushing them down the toilet. That's what he did. He just flushed them in. He put them in bags and put them in the Hudson River instead. Nuts. It's like nuts. when I was writing that down, I was like, "This is just like Dennis Nilsson." I like sometimes I watch these documentaries and I laugh, and I don't what? laugh because it's funny. It's I laugh funny. because it's, it's just so fucking. Yeah, mad. it's like I nervous laughter. I'm like, "What, <laughs> what the, the fuck? <laughs> this is can't be real." And they go, "And he did this, and he did that, yeah. and then he put that bit there." And you're, and you're like, "What? Nah, <laughs> he didn't." And they're like, "Yeah, he did." So I'm gonna do the shout outs because I forgot those at the beginning. Oh yeah. So I've got Patreon shout-outs this week. Boom, boom, shake the room. So these people may probably or most likely have already been shouted out before, but they're getting extra special shout-outs because they are being excellent patrons and giving us money. Hard-earned cash so we can yeah, buy so these are like a microphone. We bought some new microphone stands. And that's they're gotta not be honest, cheap. Right? These, right, these boom arms that we've got here, they're... Um, they're like the dog's bollocks. They're, they're quite a bit big. Fucking springy, man, aren't they? At the moment. Well, we just haven't gotten used in. to them, and yeah. we, need, we need to just install them properly. And installing them properly in our capacity means me drilling holes drilling in them, holes and stuff, in them which the renders thing. them impossible to send back. Yeah, so we're kind <laughs> of waiting to just get yeah. used to them a bit first, because at the moment we haven't got Rob, so the third one isn't installed, and we've got space to have them as we are. So let's just do that, and then Figure as soon out. as Rob comes back we'll have to do the whole oh, drilling Rob. into the fucking yeah, anyway <laughs> so patreon shout outs re ranson nicole schmidt bosch boom boom nicole uh art allen boom brad atkinson boom. alan mills and angela kidner i think there was someone else as well angela Ki- i think angela kidner like updated the amount as well recently Did she? Yeah, old angie so, yeah I'm sure there was. Thanks, Angie. Uh, I'm sure yeah. there was. Uh, thank uh, you. So, thank you to all of the yeah. people on Patreon. That means I've, I've are fu- literally giving us something for nothing because they're not getting any. Well, other than the podcast, of course, they're getting that. But well, the thing is, they're right, not getting any. You know, usually Patreon, not, you like yeah. get extra stuff. So we all had plans to do. We this. will. We will. We know we it. did. Like we were going to start recording bonus episodes, and then the pandemic, it, and then they fucked, fucked us fucked, again. Yeah. So. Because we can't record Although, together. If yeah, that's the thing. So we'll, but we'll <laughs> still, we will still. Um, so we're not missing. It a might, wheel. it might just have to be quite extra content. You and me, like maybe we'll film the. Yeah. Film us recording or something. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure, figure it, out. it out. It's just unfortunately, as everybody is experiencing everywhere, everyone knows the deal. It's all a bit fucked up at the moment. There's, it's, it's like you've got your your hand tied behind your back. You're doing everything one-handed a yeah. little bit. You know we. Um, but whatever. <laughs> Thanks everybody. Yeah, Even if thank like, you very the much. The thing is, like Patreon, like you can give like the small as like the minimum amount is like a a dollar, 
Um, mm. And like, I reckon they should put that down to like 10p or something <laughs> because cause so, like, I don't like it when people give us money. Well, but I don't, yeah, f- but I don't like is, it. I, feel, I, feel, I know fuck, it's, what, it's, for this? Yeah, but if we give them something in return... That's what it, I mean. But yeah, then... But we just need to figure the logistics of that, you know, figuring that out. Um, But thank you very much for all of the kind support. Um, I also missed out the watch. I did the pod belly at the beginning, but (laughs) the watch list. Oh, yeah. Hannah's. Hannah's I like to do my little watch list. So (laughs) this this week I'm going all murder, man. And going um, American Murder, the family next door, which which was about what's his name? Uh, That guy's called Mark. Fucking it's Hamill. His, yeah, some, some, there's some guy who just like... Just some prick, Basically man. just fucked off his whole family just because he was wanting to have an affair. It's just just divorce the woman. Like, that, no that, one won in that scenario. I reckon. That but that it was bird, good. That bird that he, like, killed his entire family for to cheat on, she must have been a oh, weapon in bed. Well, He's like, I'm going to kill three homicides. Yeah, I'm going to lose... <laughs> like, kill three people. He was shit and just got caught because he lied on a polygraph. I'm not going to ruin it. So go and watch it. It was it was really you just good. Did you just did? <laughs> to um, be fair, everybody, everyone that's going to watch that knows. It kind of well, you yeah. I mean, you told me right at the start what happened. Well, I so thought you knew. I didn't. <laughs> you on a podcast that talks about this stuff. Uh, and then also, um, we watched a few of the Piers Morgan women who kill. Yeah, they're quite interesting. Um, which was quite interesting. We watched like three, murder, three of those we? or something. So I don't usually like watching the murder shit in like my spare time for a laugh, but I put it on last. Was it last? It w- it was just on in the background, but I was actually sort of quite in, quite interested yeah. in it. And, mad. and then um not murder related at all um is the um Great British Bake Off, which <laughs> I'm not sure if anyone can get in the US. Welcome to the Great British Bake Off. Yeah. Uh, but that's something that's get that's on at the, in the UK at the minute. Um if you can get access to iPlayer, I suppose, outside of the UK, you might be able to I watch it. Use 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 said Nord VPN if you have it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even though we're not sponsored by them, to like just put yourself in the UK on a UK server and then you'll be able to watch it. It is fucking um, good. I don't even I, like I've known nothing about baking bread. But it's funny, it's man. F- it's a good laugh to watch. It's like it's just like ridiculous TV. Honestly, the caliber of some of the shit that these people do. Because I'm quite good at making. She says cake. that. She says that. But go go uh, and look at my Instagram. You'll find out. I'm, yeah, all, I'm well, all right at making cakes. You can't and taste it through the screen. Um, and you're always like, "Is there any cake left for me?" So I'm pretty <laughs> sure it tastes all right. And yeah, then, Hannah uh, makes cakes for people, and she like like. Um, I have to like level the cakes so you get like scratch. She does like sculptured cakes that are like violins and like <laughs> Gucci shoes and shit like that. But then she starts off with a block or whatever, and yeah. then she like carves it down, like starts to sculpt it, and there's all these bits that are left over. Yeah, Tom, yeah, Tom gets those. Um, yeah, take them to work. They don't. You <laughs> know what? The worst thing is, I put like if I take like cake to work, I'm like, oh, I love this. Later, yeah, by the time I get to the bottom of the road, I fucking it's gone. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm driving, drinking my coffee, shoving cake into my mouth. I'm going to make myself a cookie in the morning and then you're like eating it by the time you get to the end of the drive. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'll eat that now. Yep. Me coffee. Yep. <laughs> I, won't, I won't go more than two miles before I've ate it. Um, so <laughs> social stuff. Um, also, I've got this week's um, tagger. tagger. Super tagger. Super tagger. Like a spreader, winner. but a tagger. Super spreader tagger, uh, who's sticker winner. So um, her name is Sky or uh, her... Well, her, her Instagram handle. Her Instagram handle is Ham Ham Harmon seven seven one. Harmon seven seven. So the name is Sky Harmon seven seven one. If that sounds like you, send us your address. Wowzers, you've won you stickers. Win. Um, so yeah, you win yourself a sticker pack. Get in touch with us if you uh, for and our sticker, your address. Pa- our sticker collections are pretty good. Fucking, I'll tell you what, we must the have decent. like eight thousand stickers in that in that. Well, drawer we do have there. a fair few. Yeah. There's Although we're running low on a few of the designs now. We have to get cracking then. Um, and then, 
just general El Yucateco. Go and check them out. Go to the shops to buy El Yucateco if, you can't get if in you're the in UK. the US. If you're in the UK or Europe, I think you can use um, Mex Grocer. That's it. Mexgrocer.co.uk. Or Amazon. Or Amazon. Yeah, I mean, Amazon is a good shout. If you, if you, if you can't get Mex Grocer and you can't, you know, find it, and Amazon will always have it. Um, yeah, yeah. And, or enter competitions because you get Or enter our competitions, shit. which all you have to do is tag yeah. us on an El Yucateco post and also tag a mate. I'm pretty confident and that's that it. most people that are like super, super taggers and shit will we'll get round to everyone. That we, it. Yeah, we if you've not won already, you will. That's like what we're going to do if random. You tag regularly likes. and you, you will win because like a, every week we do giveaways. That's so. why you do random spot giveaways. Yeah. Like um, whatever you're going to do next week. So, like I say, go shops, go online, you'll <laughs> be able to get it. Also, Retrovague, go on their website, use Hell our link, yeah. check out their stuff, buy some stuff, buy all the stuffs. Like just, just go like there, Rob, do the things. Go there, buy, do the things. buy all this. Like Rob says, buy everything. Retrovague is brilliant. It, I it, love. I do love retrovague. Like style. It is, it is cool. They've got lots of good. Oh, like the hats are wicked. Yes. there's lots of stuff on there. If you don't want like a t-shirt, I don't want to give the hats away. Half the stuff that we've got to give away, I don't want to. Yeah, like it's really good, cool stuff. Tom, yeah. Tom, I know Tom really wants a red hat. He's like got his <laughs> eye on a red hat. But red, red's my favourite colour. I'm not, I'm not allowed. And I've got a red retrovague hat, but it's not. You got a black mine. one. Yeah, I bought that one. Yeah, you bought that one. Anyway, <laughs> and go follow them on their social medias, Elgiteco underscore hot sauce and the retro vague on Instagram and drop them a comment. Do it on fa- Facebook as well. Simple, easy to find. And if you really can be asked after all that, go and look at, you know, at Thomas Booth and Hannah does. I've got some nice drawings going on mine at the oh, moment. Oh, on Instagram, yeah. Yeah, because I'm doing Inktober, so... If you're interested in any of that kind of stuff, go and have a look. Did you mention Podbelly again at the end? We have to mention Podbelly again at the end. Pod, Podbelly. Go and look at Podbelly. Did you mention them? No, not yet. <laughs> well, well, we kind of mentioned them in, in the kind of body of the episode. So I've got a Podbelly t-shirt Oh, you on. do, actually. So I've got Retrovague. You've got Podbelly. We're, we're rocking we're, it we're here. Rep, we're repping today. R- r- really rep. That wasn't, that wasn't uh, organised in any way. Nothing's organised. Nothing, nothing. 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 Tra-la-la. I did say this on the intro of the last episode, but actually, I think I might put that on on tonight. Yeah, I, didn't, did. I didn't end up watching it the other night, but well, it's all a Friday night ahead I of might us. Make pizza and watch. Fuck yes! No, I can't have cheese. Well, you're gonna have to. This cheese is cheese. gonna kill me. Oh, well, you, well, if I throw it at your head, then maybe. No, yeah. if it, if I eat any more of it, it'll clog my arteries and I'll die. I may look really skinny, but because all the fat that should be around my tummy is in your heart. Is in my fucking heart. Yeah. <laughs> All right, then. Let's go. All right, We're then. done. See you next week, slags. Bye. <laughs>